Another special edition here on Hot Words Hot Topics is very exciting of what's going on today. Today is June 19th. Yes, this is Deaconess Ghetto Gospel, and we want to have a message to all the black congregation out there, especially today, especially on today. We're going to bring up the one and only Black Karma, Pastor Black Karma. Ah, yeah. I don't know honey. what, honey. What's happening, y'all? Ooh. How y'all doing today? Y'all doing good today. All right. Amen, honey. I just had to fidget in my seat a little bit, get me comfortable, honey, because y'all know me. When I start off with my sermon, honey, I tend to go slap off. But um, you know, since we um we in nigger vacation mode, nigger celebration mode, nigger jubilation mode, I'm just gonna take it. I'm gonna just give y'all some slight work today. We not gonna go all the way off on a tangent all the way to the other side. So I got about a good four points that I'm gonna open up with this here morning sermon, and then we gonna pass it over to DCNS, okay? So the reasons why I can't be black with y'all asses today. Let's see. If you barbecuing today, I'm sorry, I can't be black with y'all. Okay? If you bar and that's if you're barbecuing for a celebration of Juneteenth, I'm sorry, I cannot be black with you. And then it's Father's Day. If you got a man on the grill barbecuing today, you need your ass beat. I can't stand that shit right there. Now Mother's Day, y'all don't be going up there buying all them goddamn groceries and stuff for the woman to goddamn cook on her day. No, y'all going to buy her some food or whatever. If anything, y'all going to make sure that woman don't have to do shit, okay? Why is it that when Father's Day come, we popularize going and buying ribs and all of this shit and, and barbecue shit, and then we put the man to work? That's ass backwards, honey. I can't be black with y'all in this madness. Y'all got to stop that shit. That ain't no motherfucking Father's Day. That's a goddamn slavery day. Let that man be off today. 
Shit. Okay? Now, that's the first reason why I can't be black with y'all. Second reason why I can't be black with y'all today. Okay. If you decide to celebrate Juneteenth today because Biden said so, when you had your whole natural black ass life to pay homage before, for whatever sense of entitlement that you feel like this day is supposed to give your confused ass, I can't be black with you. I cannot be black with you at all. You need your ass beat. I'm sorry. Yes, honey. Um, the fact that somebody got to even tell y'all, matter of fact, let me not even say that. Because you can always learn something. You're never too old or too young to learn something, okay? But the fact that now everybody wants to partake in it because they done Friday pizza partied us with, hey, we're going to give you guys Juneteenth and crack pipes. Have fun. And y'all want to be, you know, all happy about this. I I can't be black with y'all. I cannot be black with y'all. Whenever you go back and you look at the whole history of Juneteenth, honey, I can't be black with y'all. Niggas always want a reason to celebrate. And for me now... With the white man telling you, hey, you can celebrate this, that, fuck y'all. I don't want shit to do with that, okay? Now, I also can't be black with you if your ass plan to pop fireworks and celebrate America's freedom, a.k.a. Independence Day, which is July 4th, 1776, and again, Juneteenth, was June 19th, 1865. Now, I don't understand this right here because don't nobody go harder for the 4th of July than niggas. I'm talking about niggas got them fashioned out, you know what I'm saying? Got your red, white, and blue shit on and stuff. Just going hard. Fireworks and shit like that. Don't nobody celebrate July 4th harder than niggas in the South, especially. Okay? So if you celebrating Juneteenth and you celebrating 4th of July, I can't be black with y'all at all. You got to get the fuck away from me. Something wrong with your motherfucking ass, okay? Um... If your radio's silent about the fucking Haitian Revolution, sit your black ass down. I don't want shit to do with you. Shit to do with you. Um, and I don't even want to go too deep into the opening sermon because I know y'all is like, did she, did she kind of contradict herself or is she forward or is she against Juneteenth or whatever like that? We're going to dig deeper into that, okay? But I just want to start off just touching down just briefly just on a few points about it honey that's all i'm gonna say because i'm gonna pass it back to uh deaconess ghetto gospel because honey we've been goddamn researching this shit like that and um the shit that she done found and i done went and dug up articles from the archives and stuff honey we gonna build so i hope i pissed you off with my sermon amen the passing it on back to uh Yes, I can't be black with y'all. You know, we designed this platform because there's been this revolution that's been going around with so-called black people. And, you know, I have enjoyed this life uh, being born in 1960. And now, hey, fast forward here. 62 that I know of, you know, I can count them every February. Here we go again. But guess what? I keep seeing the same things over and over again. And this new thing for me is Juneteenth. We're going to get into that a little bit later on. And I'm going to come back and give you a little bit of history on Father's Day. We're not bashing the good fathers, the great fathers. You know, my father... He has transitioned, 1995, he up body here and somewhere else. His energy and synergy, I know, have to be watching over me because this stuff right here 
is a trip. And you know what? We're going to get into Black Lives Matter. You know, how can we not talk about Black Lives Matter and Juneteenth all in the same breath? This is Deaconess Ghetto Gospel here on Hot Words Hot Topics. We'll be back. Hey, y'all. We'll be right back. I love it for real. It's me, your number one homie, Black Karma. And first and foremost, I want to tell you, thank you for checking out the Hot Words Network. Um, secondly, I want to ask you a question. Who's loving on your skin? Hmm. It should be flowers and flames. That's my company. You see, everything is small batch made and everything comes through my hands. We got everything from body butters to lip balms. We got hair care. We get your hair right. That crown chakra hair moisturizer. Everything. Soap. Whatever you can think of in personal care. We either got it or we're developing it. So, check us out. So now you have a friend in the natural skincare business. Check us out online. That's flowersandflames.com. That's F-L-O-W-E-R-S-N-F-L-A-M-E-S.com. Peace. Was the civil rights movement the beginning of the death of the revolution? The demands that we made were not enough. At the end of the day, we still have no reservations. There is no more Black Wall Street. Both Detroit and Chicago are under political attack. And Atlanta's Auburn Avenue is no longer the richest neighborhood, black neighborhood that is, in America, overflowing with productive families and businesses. The civil rights movement was considered successful because it appeared that we got what we wanted, equality. We were no longer considered three-fifths of a human being. We are people. The idea of pursuing a post-secondary education as a black person is now a real option and not just figments of a dream. We we have obtained the right to vote if we choose to do so, and we can patronize any establishment that we'd like. However, I can't help but question in the back of my mind, is this what we really fought for? As I look at how our rights are slowly but surely being taken away from us, i.e. the Voters' Rights Act of 1965 not being renewed by the Supreme Court in 2013. I can't help but wonder, was the Civil Rights Act of 1964 signed to pacify black America and stunt our growth as a community? Was the end of the Civil Rights Movement the beginning of the death of the revolution? That's a bold question to ask. I'll explain what I mean. Now think about it. Jim Crow had to be addressed because the long-standing issue of equality would have only fueled black America's fight even more. Black America would have grown to be even more angry. And in the midst of that rage, we would have grown to be more powerful. Our strength and sense of community would have grown to be even tighter. In only a matter of time, we would have realized that we wanted something more solidified than just this land or this place in America's politics and history books. We would have grown to truly want our own, and the realization alone is problematic. The abolishment of Jim Crow was the same weapon used to further dummy us down and socially engineer us. If we can't spot Jim Crow instantly, then Jim Crow is not a threat to us and all is well. With that being said, we've gotten too comfortable. Don't get me wrong, we've made power moves and even hit billionaire status. But when I look at the state of we, what we are in in 2014, we've been had. 
We deserve so much more. Sorry, Barack Obama, but a black president never did and never will mean anything to me. This is America with three Ks. Can you say hostile takeover? The saying that black people can't come together and do anything plays on my nerves all the time. The issue really isn't black unity. The real issue is the fact that when that sense of community is reached, black America is considered a major threat to white supremacy. We saw that clearly in the autobiography of Malcolm X. Once the oppressors saw how much control Malcolm X had within the nation of Islam, one statement was made popular. No one man should have all that power. That statement was said way before Kanye West made it popular a few years ago in his hit song, Power. The false imprisonment of the Move 9 and the majority of the Black Panther Party is a testament that not only can black people come together collectively for the greater good of our community, but we are feared when we are on code. The realization of that alone is power. Black America went under attack with the creation and mission of America's COINTELPRO counterintelligence program. The FBI counterintelligence program was a secret operative program that was designed to divide and conquer any sort of political slash social groups, i.e. the Black Panthers. The COINTELPRO had their way with the Black Panthers in terms of false flagging, informants, and all kinds of infiltration. The fact that this program was created by J. Edgar Hoover, a well-known career racist who coincidentally was part black, and around the time of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 screams the word premeditated to me. That is no coincidence. The formation of the COINTELPRO also supports the fact that once again, when black people unify, we are far too powerful. I can't stress this enough. When you are talking black nationalism, you are considered an enemy to the state and must be silenced. I can't help but question why. Just look at what happened to Marcus Garvey. He was gaining too much power with the theory of black nationalism. The revolution was aggressively targeted for attack after black America flexed a glimpse of that power during the civil rights movement. It was the reformation of Jim Crow because Jim Crow never died, it's just been disguised. And the death of some of our most prominent leaders that did it, in my opinion. They gave us what we wanted at the time for several reasons. Who knows where black people would have been if we kept going maybe black nationalism is something that would have been our normal however with us being pacified with the abolishment of jim crow and further devastated by the assassinations of some of our most inspiring and empowering leaders it is safe to say that this looks like a planned chess move checkmate our present day is reverting back to a time in history that my generation cannot identify with That's the double-edged sword of living under no ceilings. You have relaxed. You begin to lose touch with your inner fight. At times, it is easy to underestimate your own strength. Then one day, you awake. My question is, after living life where the sky is pretty much the limit, can you pick up the torch and continue on with the movement, or are we too preoccupied with social media and celebrity gossip? With all that is going on, what is the next move for black America? Now that we have seen Trayvon Martin get zero justice, 
Marissa Alexander is wrongfully imprisoned for guarding her life, and Michael Brown has the world in such an uproar. It is hard not to look at what is going on with black America today and wonder what happened. Wow. Very powerful. Pastor Black Karma, very powerful. This is Deaconess Ghetto Gospel. We're talking about Juneteenth, Father's Day, and Black Lives Matter. We want to take it back a little bit on the Juneteenth. You know the story. It's easy to Google it and find out that information, right? Listen, down in Texas, two years later, after this Emancipation Proclamation was signed, right? So these people who was working down on the farm that of which they did not own, and then they found out, hey, you, don't you know you're supposed to be free, little nigga? <laughs> they didn't know, and guess what? They didn't want to go either. So the message so delivered to them, they, they hear this and they don't want to go. And you know what about that Emancipation Proclamation? Do you know it only uh, applied to the enslaved people that was in the South, the one that was like outside of Abraham Lincoln's realm? So, yeah. <laughs> so they were supposedly free, right? But guess what? Only if they joined the Union Army so they could have more niggas on their side fighting. So, hmm, this shit gets wild. So, here we are, fast forward, and we're celebrating this Juneteenth. And as Pastor Black Karma mentioned in her piece, of which was written eight years ago, and that shit is still happening today. As we see it here, we're conscious, and whoa, here we go. Black men, women getting shot down, unarmed. This shit is going on. They cook us, and they love to eat. They're cannibals these beans and it's like we don't know what the hell is going on but listen following into oh it's a holiday you know it's for unity it's for you know black people to get together you know and all this but come on now because after that last piece of pork y'all just ate did you form something together did you build something together from last year of this Juneteenth until this year of this Juneteenth what did y'all do you know hit me up um, Gigi the Storyteller, Hot Words, Hot Topics at gmail.com because if y'all working on something, I think it's a secret because I don't know about it. <laughs> so <laughs> Major General Gordon Granger rides into Texas, a little town of Texas, and I want to leave my uh, – Last, not last opinion, but another opinion. I'm like, I'm like, if it be so that you celebrate this uh, Juneteenth, why is it called Juneteenth? You know, in my this Juneteenth, that's ignorant. You know, it occurred on July 19th when they got the message, and somebody, oh, let's just call it Juneteenth. That's some nigga shit to me. That's like uh, white folk laughing at your nigga ass. You know, let's call it Juneteenth. Okay, let's call it Juneteenth. Oh. For real. So here we go. July, June 19th, out on barbecue, having sh stuff shutting down. Poor Lisa Michelle, she can't even go to the freaking senior, uh, senior citizen building <laughs> because mm -hmm. tomorrow. So they shutting it down. And I'm like, freedom is freedom day. Are we, are, are we free? Are you free? 
I'm free as much as I can because I don't watch TV. I have to say that, Pastor. Mm. So I'm good with that, quite good with that. And I'm like, are we free, black people, black America? Are you free? Yeah. You know? So, Pastor? Right. Right. Um, you know, and it's funny that you, you say that, <clears throat> the word free. Let's talk about the word freedom. You Google the word freedom, it's going to give you several definitions. And one definition is absence, um, excuse me, hold on, uh, absence or subjection to foreign dominance or despotic government. One is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. Um, (laughs) So, again, my people, now this is Google, because, you know, niggas swear by a couple of things, that that white doctor, uh, the goddamn that government, goddamn Google, okay, Google Mm -hmm. God, you damn right, niggas swear by Mm -hmm. Google, so I went to y'all's God, okay, I went to Google, and Google pretty much told you that, no, you're not free, even by basic ass definition, because my thing is this right here, the fact that we needed the Crown Act for us to be able to grow our hair, okay, for us to be able to wear our hair the way that it it naturally grows, meaning I could wear my locks, you could wear your afro or whatever like that. The fact that we need laws written for just our hair to be free, I'm sorry, but I have a hard time believing that my freedom is really free. When I look at how this country is set up, like, for real, I can't even, like, do you know if I were to go out and look for a job? Matter of fact, there have been times where I was looking for employment and have seen no locks allowed. Fuck that. I'm not cutting my locks. Because you feel it looks a certain way because you're too ignorant to understand. I needed a law to come in and protect my hair because of how it grows. Are you fucking kidding me? And you really believe that your black ass is free? You're not free. Even the whole basis behind what you're celebrating for Juneteenth to me and the fact that niggas want to celebrate it to me is just, it's fucking amazing. It's like, bruh, these folks, these folks have told you their nature, how they feel about you. That they will even let a war pop off to where your your freedom is declared legal on paper, and they will still lie to you and keep you fucking enslaved. They won't even fucking tell you, okay? Then you find out only, because this is another conversation people don't have. People don't talk about the real truth about how in some areas the abolishment of slavery was one of the worst things that could have happened to our people economically. Because you think about it, when you were slave. You're at least considered as property. So you got maintenance and upkeep and stuff like that. So you get your housing. You're going to get your food, even though it's little scraps or whatever like that. You you know, you have your work and stuff like that. That shit happened. That pretty much took that responsibility off as, as well as, quote, unquote, the violence, so they say. However, you got some places in the Deep South where that slavery shit still continue even after fucking Juneteenth. Like, the nature of these folks that we're talking about, we got to be real about that shit right there. You know what I'm saying? That's just like I was telling you the other day. Like, I can't be black with y'all if you sitting up here talking about shit like, they won't fuck with you if you dress right. They won't fuck with you if you talk right. They won't fuck with you if you do this right. They won't fuck with you if you're smart. They gonna fuck with you because you're you. You are the problem because you are you. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to go on a tangent, um, Deaconess. I don't want to go on a tangent. I'm, I'm going to let you make a point because I already know you got to let you get, you get hot about it because being a, a natural mm-hmm. person wearing locks and I feel you. I've been there, you know, 
I, I've been mm-hmm. to corporate America for their little job, and uh, when I would go uh, fill out the application, I would wear my hair, you know, slick back like a good nigga. <laughs> and then after I get the position, and then I, I, I'm blazing up, my hair is in extensions, right? So there's nothing they can do about it. And fast forward, I'm happy to say that I have joined the pastor in the lock brigade. So it's, it's, doing, it's doing very well. And you know what about this Emancipation Proclamation and whatnot? <clears throat> you know, having equality of personal rights. We don't have that. So that's not being free, you know, and in rights mm-hmm. of property. And like you said, Pastor, they consider us the property as with the barbecue. We were the barbecue, you know. So after this so-called slave is over. Listen, let's back up a little bit. Slavery is nothing but business. It was it was business. Yep. They uh, overpowered yep. us. We got sold out and whatnot. We were enslaved and to work in those conditions and under those conditions. And guess what? We did it to ourselves. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Especially like Kanye yep. said, like it's been happening like how long? Obviously, it's a choice because Y'all black folks, black with y'all spend way too much money, I mean, much time pointing up at the shot came there, but the shot came in your back. Y'all need to stop doing that. That's why I cannot be black with y'all because y'all don't want freedom. You're scared of it. That's the thing. Like, some people are scared of success. Y'all bitches scared of freedom because you wouldn't know what to do with it. You're used to massa taking the fucking care of you, period. So all this yep. wealth and power you speak of, hit me up, hotwordshottopics at gmail.com. If you got anything like that going on, because guess what? I've been on this freaking Internet for years, and where's that, my people? You know, my uh, 90% of y'all black Americans out there, where y'all at? You know, still fighting for this injustice. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. And celebrating Juneteenth. But here's the thing. All the money that you put into doing that Juneteenth, you could, there's much more, honey, much more that you could be doing with it. I promise. Yep. Check it out. I agree. Check it out. I I mean, one one thing that's like extremely revolutionary, I'm like, instead of everybody kicking back and having barbecues and shit like that, I don't understand why why are we not um, supporting the hell out of black businesses? I'm talking about what I like to call super black ass business, okay? I you know that's shit, right. You know what I'm saying? You you do everything. Everybody on there is, is one of us. You feel me? Make it a day where you actively go out and you you stimulate more of our dollars into our own shit. Because let's not even talk about how the rate that dollars flip in other communities and how they don't flip in ours. We're the only group of people that go, I mean, we are the biggest spenders in furniture and clothing and jewelry, and we don't never flip that shit. When you look at the percentage of that money that we flip back into our own community, it's, it's fucking, the shit will fuck you up. You'll be like, how in the hell? All that money is going to the Asian folks, the Indian folks, Chinese, whoever. It's, not, it's going everywhere but to us. Like, Jewish folks, they get their dollars, they flip that shit back in their community instantly. I think it was something like they flipped that shit like six times or some shit like that. I can't remember. It's been a while. 
um, since I had read that report, but we don't even but flip our happened. dollars correctly. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's happening. Everybody want a barbecue. Right. Yeah, they want to, mm-hmm. you know, simplify it. They want to simplify. Have a party, have a get-together, have a celebration. But you do you hear the Jews talk about the Holocaust? No. Do they be having right. celebrations and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and having cocktail fish, you know, reminiscing <laughs> about the Holocaust? Oh, yeah, they killed our people and threw them in the fire. They, they don't talk mm-hmm. about that shit. So, again, black America... What's wrong with y'all? It's, it's like you love living in poverty and having oppression on your own mind because that's where it starts, okay? Again, mm-hmm. like, yeah, on Hot Words, Hot Topics. Mm-hmm. We done told y'all it begins with you, black folk. It, it totally begins with you. You're listening to I Can't Be Black With Y'all. I'm here with Pastor Black Karma, and guess what? We'll be right back. Uh, yo, you believe when they say we ain't shit, we can't grow All we are is dope dealers and gangsters and hoes And you believe when they be telling you lies All on the media, they make the world look crazy to keep you inside Why you listen when the teachers at school Know you a young single parent out struggling They think you a fool Give your kids bad grades and put them in dumber classes Killing short the future, I wonder how do we last it Underground in a casket, ancestors turning I'm learning something every day, there is no Lazarus Words like God is Greek or Latin So if you study Egypt, you see the truth written by the masters My niggas is chilling Getting high, relaxing Envisioning ownership Yeah, we can happen What do we own? Not enough land Not enough homes Not enough banks To give my brother a loan What do we own? The skin on our backs We rent and we ask for reparations Then they hit us with tax And insurance if we live to be old What about now? To stop being controlled We black zombies Walking, talking, dead So we think we're living Black zombies We just copycat Following the system Black zombies walking, talking dead So we think we're living Black zombies, we just copycat Following the system Hey yo, we trapped in our own brain Fuck behind bars, we've already gone insane They've already gave up, cut our own heads off Stab our own backs and dream too much Without fulfilling reality Too greedy in, can't have one or two chains We need three of them Can't have one or two guns without squeezing them On our own people and fuck black leaders Cause whites ain't got none leading them The rhythm is cosmic, Nas is divinity The deity's prophet, let's all get down and get up Victims walking around with Down syndrome All stuck, faint and shouting, catching Holy Ghost in church. Scared to do it for ourselves, lest we see somebody doing it first. We beg, we pray, petition, and demonstrate it. Just to make another generation black, black zombies. Walking, talking, dead. So we think we're living. Black zombies. We just copycat. Following the system. Black zombies. Walking, talking, dead. So we think we're living. Black zombies. We just copycat. Following the system. Black zombies. Cause you in a trance, feel free, hear the music and dance If you care what they think, why wear what they wear, just for you Dumb niggas with long beards like the Arabs and Jews are from Israel Bismillah, El-Rahman, El-Rahim, Islam's a beautiful thing A Christian and Rastafari helps us to bring peace against the darkness Which is ungodly, so what's the black man's true religion? Who should we follow? Use your own intuition, you are tomorrow that's the sound of the beast, I'm a Columbia record slave So get paid, control your own destiny You are a genius, don't let it happen to you like it did to me black I was zombie. a black zombie Walking, talking, dead, so we think we're living Black zombie, 
Listen to somebody else tell you how to do it when you can do it yourself. It's all in you. Do it. Do it. And there it is. It's all it's all in you once again, right? Fast forward everywhere in between. This is ghetto gospel and I'm like, look, I can't be black with y'all. Pastor <laughs> It's like we we hear words like this coming from Nas, and this has been out like, I don't know, over 10 years or something, I don't know. But, and we're looking at people today celebrating and rejoicing all in this nonsense and not really moving forward. So it's like, phew, the Congregation of Black America, what's up with y'all? For real. Right, because right. the uh, the article that you wrote, you named mm-hmm. off some names because, and that, that's exactly when it started. In like Black Lives Matter, you know, the uh, mm-hmm. people who started started it off. <laughs> these people, there's rumors, so I can't I can't say, so I'm not gonna get into it. But uh, Patrice Colors and Alicia Garza, and then Opal. These are like the three people who uh, founded Black Lives Matter. Okay, let's pigeon that for a minute. So Trayvon Martin, that was the beginning of it, but I also see the beginning of like this systematic um, putting pressure on the mind control for black America because you have to listen, hey – you got a whole lot of people focusing on the same thing, and what we focus on is fear, right? And mm-hmm. I know for a fact it's so much easier to get a lot of people to uh, be in fear, living in fear, rather than living in love. So that's that's the issue right there for Black America. I told you we we're not gonna just sit up here and, and have our little aqua child. We're gonna give you solutions as well. It's about love, but that seemed like it's hard to do. All right. All Lives Matter. Here we go. These three people founded this thing, and uh, black folks followed along, like in a song, you know, saw somebody else do it, and here they go. So they're up with signs and T-shirts and everybody making money. They got cups and whistles and ho-hos and Everything mm-hmm. going on with Black Lives Matter and the people that found it, a couple of them tricked, they quit. You know, they all doing something else. Rumor has it. They purchased like a $6 million house. You know, I don't know the whole story. Yeah. All I know is what that lion media put out there for us on the Google guy, right? So at mm-hmm. this point, this house is supposed to be like a headquarters. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Listen. Pilot tick, tick, ticking my ass, and they do a, a very good job at it because guess what? A, lo- a lot of the funds that they, that uh, the influx of the money that they get, and they're using mostly <laughs> to be an advocate. You know, you see how they circle, circle the money around? They're really not doing anything once you really look at it and, and think about it, critical thinking, 
You know, uh, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter has about 40 chapters, and I'm sure there'll be more because niggas mm-hmm. is amazing. <laughs> they oh, like yeah. to follow. <laughs> they like to follow, mm-hmm. you know, and, and from that list, it, go, it goes on. It's very long, and um, you mentioned it because it was eight years ago, uh, Michael Brown. But the lists have mm-hmm. gone on even before that, and there's uh, young brothers that we don't even know about that have been murdered and whatnot as well, and the list goes on to this day. And you know what? You know what pissed me off? When these young men uh, get murdered by the coppers, um, then they go off on a hunt in the media and bring up garbage about they're, they're a gangster, they're a thug. And then you got other niggas following along, believing, oh, yeah, he was a gangster, he was a thug. But Michael Brown was on his way to college, mm-hmm. you know. So these these men were, uh, uh, these young men were about something. So it's just, yeah, everybody that you're tuning in to I Can't Be Black With Y'all here on this Juneteenth because we know these things are happening now. It, they have happened in the past. And we're like, look, are you going to allow them to continue happening, right? It's like your fear, you need to, like, overcome that. And so we need to spin that and and come together so we can build a better future for black America because it's looking bleak. But, hey, I got hope for y'all. I'm going to always have on some hope for y'all. Pastor. You know what? I came across with this book, and it's, oh, my goodness. It's called Slavery by Another Name. And when I heard that, it was very interesting because, and that's by Douglas Blackman. It was interesting because what he's talking about, he calls it neo-slavery. And once a person kind of comes to the realization of what's going on here, is the fact that, okay, they say that slavery is over and then they uh, have you in a little house or whatever, but then you're off to the, to the job, you know, because even when the general and told the niggas that they was like, y'all free now, you know, they still was like, well, just stay here and then for free, whatever, and then we'll like pay you. So it was like, again, like this work thing, this nine to five thing, this uh, we go into this job thing because it's like never really enough um, to really just barely make it. It just you know, it's, you're just below minimum when it comes to that, you know. And and it's still it's poverty, being enslaved, and the wages that they pay is so ridiculous. And this is you know happening all over the world. We just ran into a person from Greece, and he said, they wilding out out there. It's like no jobs. It's like terrible. And uh, I do believe they have on the books about vacancy. You know, there was a story long ago, like in the 30s, I believe, 1930, where uh, a young man greened Cottenham. So the cops oh. see him, you know, what's that? <laughs> He's black, right? So they pick him up, mm-hmm. throw him in jail three days in a week, then a year, then they sell him to these freaking coal mines. And and they've been doing this for mm-hmm. years, and they do it to this day. 
and just murdering and killing and, and, and burning them up, throwing them in the cold. You know, so, child, you talking about the melanin and, and the color of the cold, that's by the, the sweat of people through the centuries. Mm-hmm. You know, this neo-slavery, mm-hmm. it's a trip. But people, yeah. it's up to you. Only you could pull yourself through. All right. Amen. 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 Yeah. And I just want to say right quick, shout out to the man who keeps trying to throw interference and fuck with our line via the static. Um, Fuck y'all. But yeah, but to to go off of of just what you're saying, like, the, the shit is so deep. You know what I'm saying? Um... I encourage everybody who is listening to go back and do a little bit of history, a little bit of studying on how America's prison system got to be. Matter of fact, I'll even give you a head start. Um, look up the Walnut Street Jail. Um, and what's interesting is this jail actually opened, um, and this was in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, believe it or not. First prison was not in the South. But it was it opened in 1773 okay the year before america was became independent um and it was created i actually have it pulled up here walnut street prison was a city jail and penitentiary house in philadelphia pennsylvania from 1773 to 1838 legislation calling for establishment of the jail was passed in 1773 to relieve overcrowding in the high street jail the first prisoners were admitted in 1776. Um, y'all really, really go back and look at our prison system. And I'm going to also give you another book to read. Um, Michelle, uh, Michelle Alexander, what's the name of that book? Uh, the New Jim Crow. The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. Um, go and look that up um, and start there. Because one definition that Google God also gives us for freedom is the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. Like I said again, when touching down on Juneteenth, we got to be real about this shit. When you think about it from a slave's point of view, the abolishment of slavery in the South economically was one of the worst things that actually happened to us because of how they did it. They did it in a way to railroad us. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you're not my property anymore. All right, you got to pay me everything, and I'm marking up the price of high on everything. And your labor, what I'm paying you, I'm paying you next to nothing so that your your family will still be forever enslaved. And then what they also don't tell you about is how prison rates and shit like that started skyrocketing once the abolishment of slavery and stuff happened in this prison system that you see had already been established prior to that right before America's independence. That system was already like, if I don't know no better, to me that shit seemed like it was kind of planned. You know what I'm saying? Just, just another business. Because, uh, yeah, it is. Business. Yeah, you know. It is. Even to it this is. day, it's, it's money. Politicians own, own prisons, making money. And who's up in yeah. there? Us. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Us. Exactly. Yes. Look up Unicor. Like, that's who um, the feds, if you look up, it's a a private company called Unicor, and that's who, from what I know, the feds actually use that program, but Unicor be making all kinds of shit. I'm talking about they be having these prisoners in there making bags, furniture, 
Um, it, it's more than just pressing license plates. They actually, and that's what I'm saying, like the way our system is set up, because there is no sort of really type of counseling as far as reacclimating yourself back to life. That's why the rate of people going back to prison once they're released, that's why it is so high. But yeah, you mean to tell me that you put somebody in that position to where, okay, you're pretty much working for pennies a day, and I'm giving you skills. These are actually skills that you could take out with you in the real world. Why is there no sort of certification program for that? You know what I'm saying? Why is there no um, job assistance program for that? You know what I'm saying? But yet, you got these people in there, and you know what I'm saying? They got all the skills and, and can make it. You know what I'm saying? Can make every shit that we never even think about making. They actually are creating, like, manufacturers and shit like that in there. Like, you really have to look. And also, another thing, look and see the rates of our people that were getting locked the hell up. Look at how those rates skyrocketed as soon as slavery was over. Mm-hmm. See, that's a whole nother so, episode. We're going to talk about it's a, it's the asterisk right there. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's an asterisk right there. You know, uh-huh. and I would have to say, in enslaved, but, you know, it's been hard for the American black. Yes, we we know this. We have experienced it through the years. But there's some of us who have overcome that. You know, I want to give another shout out to Miss Josephine Baker. You know, because she took her black ass to France. She was like, you know, so she recognized uh, white America for for what it is. Uh, just uh, opportunity to make money off of people's backs, you know, just being lazy and letting someone else work and jealousy. And But here's a piece of pork barbecue for your ass. This is <laughs> Deacon is Ghetto Gospel here on I Can't Be Black with y'all. We'll be right back. Hey, soul sister. Were the words I heard coming from merchants in Tijuana, Mexico, some years ago, before I was spitting lyrics as ghetto gospel. They were attempting to get my attention, and they did. They could tell I was a little north of the grid. Those words, so sister, struck something inside of me, bringing me back to Don Cornelius, the soul-trained genius, shouting peace, love, and soul, while words we call ourselves has gotten out of control. Hey, soul sister, are words to live up to while bitch and other words like this ain't gonna cut it when referring to woman. Woman creates Man, leading into a natural lifespan. What feeds the soul is known as soul food and not black food. Have you ever heard of black food? Tell me, you, over there, have you ever heard of black food? No. No. But yet, we act as fools accepting black. For there is no history of a tribe or culture known as B-L-A-C-K. And may I say, I once used a classification of black, and so you see no one is immune from the system's attack. I remember when we listened to music back in the day, we would say, now, that music got so, we hear so-called music in America today, easily referred to women as bitches and hoes, 
And these words are the same banner females are proud of today. We were so brothers and sisters and not niggas and my nigga. The trigger word systematically heard, reintroduced to a new generation screaming high admiration of never ignorant getting goals accomplished. Easily embrace nigga, not knowing it's easy to kill niggas and keep other niggas silent. Lost and locked in a mindless island, tricked them to migrate away from lands, too frightened to take a stand. Original soul people has gotten too humble, quietly meditates, and now we hesitate and accept mistreatment and eat it sweetly like it's grandma's sweet potato pie, humming lullabies of sweet by and by, reminding killers and thrillers that all lives matter. Soul people not knowing they are soul people is what matters. But this constant chasing dollars to define who you are makes you forget who you are and not to mention misplaced in a system's dimension. Hey, soul sister, maybe words I'll never hear again, but I continue to look for the energy split between the light and dark that lives within. Niggas are lost and possessed to possess created brand names and in awe of public figures who are supposed to make millions but appear to only be minions. Mm. Return of the soul people is the call because as they say, the writing is on the wall. We would all need to do a total recall. We cannot continue operating on low frequencies because this dimension we call life does come with urgency. Hey, soul sister or brother is the being I want next to me instead of someone down on a black nigga knees. Now, calm down. I know there's some children over there, but listen, I know some niggas, and they all come in all flavors, race, creed, and so-called colors. Hey, soul sister, are the words that need to be heard again. Brothers and sisters, get on board again. The soul train again. We could be walking in peace, love, and soul again. All right, y'all. Y'all know who it is. It's y'all favorite cussing ass pastor, Black Karma. How y'all doing on this Father's Day, Juneteenth? I hope y'all doing good, honey. But um, since we back here and we, we got y'all on the line, honey, I think we need to go ahead and talk more about the whole um, Black Lives Matter thing. Um, I personally, I'm, y'all hear my baby. He just bust into the room. He said, "Hey, y'all." You said, "Hey again." Hey, y'all. All right, all right. X. That's my baby, <laughs> Minister X. <laughs> Literally, Minister X. Then came in to bless y'all. So y'all know I got to tone up, clean up my tone a little bit. But when you look at Black Lives Matter, and you look at how it started, okay, down to how it got funded so quickly. How it caught on like a wildfire. How you had all these celebs and shit like that endorsing it. Then you find out that the pappy is fucking George Soros. If you don't know who that is, option, you better talk to your Google God, okay? Get one-on-one with your Google God and figure out who the hell George Soros is. Okay, now you see that, right? Then you flash forward to this year and you find out that uh, Patrice... Um, First of all, it's a, so many disturbing things about Black Lives Matter to me. Like for one, it's like no men really, and it's like if you like no straight men from what I've noticed. And to me, that's like a big ass red flag. It's like where where the straight men at? 
Um, so that right there was a the thing. And just different things that I've heard personally, just from people that I know, um, and just different things that I've actually seen online about people just making their testimonies as far as it seems like it's more of a LGBT type of situation mixed with like civil rights. And it seemed like when it came down to straight men, we're not trying to hear what you have to say. I actually had one person tell me that they actually attended a meeting and was told that they they did not want him asking questions or whatever like that. They weren't trying to entertain what he was saying or um, wanted to know because of his orientation. So you got that aspect of it as well. Outside of the fact that Patrice done went and uh, mismanaged, misappropriated the hell out of these funds, child, she done paid her damn baby daddy like $2 million, you know, for his blossoming record label, rap career, whatever the fuck, and I think a security company or whatever like that, you know. And then when you look at how they're being dismantled, they're being dismantled by Candace Owens, okay? Y'all don't know who Queen Candace was in the Bible. Y'all might want to look that up. Um, she wasn't shit to play with when it come down to war. Y'all know me. I'm going to see the esoteric bit and everything. And if y'all don't recall, Candace had actually popped up at that $6 million mansion that they did. And she popped up pregnant as fuck, knocking on the door like, hey, sis, I want to talk to you. I got some questions about this term mansion and stuff like that. And we're slowly seeing the decline of it. And at the same time this year, we're seeing the decline of the whole, um, it's like a, you're seeing, you're feeling the shift happen before we actually really completely see the decline. In my opinion, we're seeing Black Lives Matter be dismantled. Um, they pretty much sucked y'all niggas back into the NFL and the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, and we've seen that with that blickety black ass halftime show that they did this year, which in my opinion was fucking horrible. Um, down to Eminem being on there and taking a knee. There's so much symbolism in that shit. Um, but all of that shit, in my opinion, was strategy. Just look at that shit. I feel like that shit was purposely erected to to do what it did, to gas niggas up in their head. Because what was Black Lives Matter doing? Y'all doing marches. Y'all doing die-ins. Nigga, I'm 36 years old. I ain't playing dead for nobody but a burr. Okay? Fuck that. Y'all want to do die-ins and y'all want to repeat the last words of a dying man and shit like that. Not even realizing esoterically what the fuck you doing. Like, all that shit. Fuck Black Lives Matter. And, I'm sorry. Yeah, I had to and you that know out. what else? No, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck Black Lives Matter. Every time I see BLM, it reminds me of a bowel movement. Because that's basically okay. what, it, what it was. It was a shit movement in disguise. And black yeah. folks just went along with it. You know, you put somebody that looked like you, right, and then they, you know, start this uh, organization. And like you said, you think they just started it by themselves? I don't think so. You know, they had a backing. Somebody was backing them on, on that aspect. And um, <sighs> black lives matter. They collected, like, uh, as the story goes, $90 million by 2020, and uh, those funds have been dispersed, and um, the people who've been doing the marching, they, they, they have not gotten gotten the dime. Patrice is chilling. She's trying to say, 
you know, they're trying to weasel weasel out of it, but the fact that black people continue to follow this type of thing and, and the worship of dead people. Okay. Woo! Thank you. Came back okay. to me. I got a little lost, Pastor. Here we go. Because <laughs> you guys must be toasted. What is it with black folk where y'all always have to worship dead people? You don't be stunned about nobody and, um, unless they dead. Like even like a family member, whatever, you don't call them, talk mm-hmm. to them, nothing, visit, nothing, but let them die. Yep. Oh, you all over it, you know. Oh, yeah. you, you crying and you want to sit up and talk about all oh, the wonderful memories thereof. And you got, uh, like you mentioned before, these young leaders who, who die in the, the streets, hustle, and nobody was studying him until after he died. You have to like die to be a god, you know, when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to black folk. And so the guy cuz I don't it's so many George, the guy, the last one he they had him need up. See, that's why that knee, that symbolism what you was talking about, that copper had his mm-hmm. knee on his chest for like what 7 point something minutes or something. And uh, I participated in this rally because I wanted to know what are the black folk doing, who, who's behind it, who's organizing, right? So it was some people from Black Lives Matter. I was out in the city of Compton. So I participated with them to see, like, what's going on. And I'm going to tell you, people could put together the most beautiful videos right, aerial videos, but what's happening in real time is not happening. It was these white chicks, here go a Gigi store, a foyer, white chicks, they was like, acting like they're just so in care of me, walking like with me, you know, as we doing this uh, protest. And uh, mm-hmm. toward the end of it, my phone had died out, and I had a friend who was waiting at the car because she didn't realize it was um, that long, and she couldn't take the walk, right? So these ladies who was acting like they like my friend, my white friends, my kumbaya, black lives matter, whatever, I told them what the situation is. I'm like, my niece, uh, yeah, uh, my cousin is having something going on with her. I need to get to the car. My phone is dead. Do you know these bitches would not – just around the corner from where the uh, the march started to where it ended. You think they're going to offer me up? Oh, they offered me some water. Oh, here's some water because it was hot. But to mm-hmm. really do something real and to <laughs> take me back to my car, they looked at me and they're like, oh, my. And they was about their merry way. So this Black Lives Matter and these marches and, you know, down in Long Beach in California, they have people with Black Lives Matter. And you know what? It'd be a few white folks with their little sign, and I was walking by. When they saw me, they just got all excited. I was shaking my head like, no, boo. I do not participate Mm. in the insanity of black America. Like, come on. And, again, why y'all got to be followers, you know? Following someone else and, and continuing these these marches and these signs and it do listen do something real okay this is what you have to do do something 
real. We're going to take a little break. This is Ghetto Gospel along with Pastor Black Karma. And we're going to take like a little break here on Hot Words, Hot Topics. And we're going to talk about some some real stuff that we should be doing. All right? Mm-hmm. Here we go. So this is one of my favorite pieces, and I hope you like it because at this point, we're almost at the end. But here we go. At this point... By birth, we are the sole people of the earth, and foreigners became judge, jury, and coroners. We, the so-called black people living in America, have rested our minds in the murkiness of failed history tests. The pencil is tapping at our heads, and we're trying to figure out the answer to this life's test. Our stomach hurt, and we need to take a shit so we could quit grumbling and mumbling and fumbling over living in America because we are home. I heard someone mention that on the news one day, and they were saying that black people, they don't like America. But I want to tell you today, son, we love America. That was my first CD. I said, I love America. I'm just not down with what's going on today. All right? So we need to stop this grumbling and the mumbling and the fumbling over living in America because once again we are home. It is no fantasy or mystery story to the facts and the truth. America is our home. There are thousands, thousands of people of European descent also living in America, and they claim America far quicker than we do. But you see, we do love America too without pledging to a flag that's staying with the blood of me and you, when so-called white Americans boast of how their ancestors left their own country to come to America, the promised land, I think at that point my ancestors were already on Turtle Island. We are the original people of all land, all across the earth, as keepers of the earth. At this point... I see enemy destroyers of the earth, and by birth, no matter what skin type, we must break the pyramid hype. We must break the pyramid hype. We must break the pyramid hype of our birthright has been stolen, and Tim has prostituted the land and the inhabitants of the land. At this point, I don't know how the wicked cutthroat beings could control the masses. I only see the result of what has control over the masses. The media dial acts as puppet strings and human beings are sitting and dying on the sidelines. We have people like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, Farrakhan, and other local politicians on platforms for their own gain, gaining access to the insane who follow them in their program way. We so-called black Americans have sat back and allowed these pawn heads to keep us quiet and always in want and hope and living just to cope. We have been caught sleeping. The Grim Reaper snatches one of us away one by one, and in thousands by thousands, we are in our deepest sleep and have allowed beings of criminal intent to keep coming after us for thousands of years now, and the self-proclaimed endowed has weapons of mass destruction and have boldly told us about our own reduction. At this point, we need to come back from REM before TEM terminates us all. That's the system, y'all. 
in the aftermath, the public displays of how evil things kill on the spot, our sleep must be over. The psychotic sociopath feeds off anger, and they want us in an emotional state, unable to think. Highly profiled since 2014. We have seen how evil operates, and we don't need any more proof. Evidence of the poor comes 100% proof. At this point, we see the massive flood of news coming from the north, east, west, and south, and our emotions get jacked as the race card is played and stacked. Some of us dig deeper on knees to Jesus, and some of us come out to protest out of weakness and fear of deeds coming from demons. I don't need to read or hear of one more story about how evil attacks and ends a life. At this point, I am convinced the pawn's use has caused once wise beings to be reduced to walking and breathing fools, caught in a useless system of rules, plainly benefiting Tim. That's the system. At this point in the game of life, as we participate in human form, it is fruitless to debate over one's nationality to country or ethnicity in geology, resulting in a breakdown of a once-balanced unit. Tim has made certain the mix is in, and through the years, things are more than black and white. There is so much gray. At this point, to argue and debate over religion of choice divides us and leaves us weaker to even see the point. Debated philosophies brings out the worst in people, and at their worst, they attempt to force others to join in their blind madness. Facts and truth should never go on in an attack. We lack knowledge of truth and pursue the things we think we know. The groups become organizations and the organizations become religion and religion becomes a defensive cult used as foot soldiers for the evil at the top. And unseen tops are bent on mayhem using our dreamscape as their best artillery. This playing card called race, it is the death card. It flips on the game board in our mind and disconnects us from the wild card in this little game of life. At this point, faith is a little late and racism is a contaminated plant like weed growing out of control. At this point, it is time for all of us to wake up and show up for the battles inflicted on us. For this time, and with a third eye rhyme, the war at this point is in the mind. Pastor Black Karma. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. We got to say it three times like the bougie church. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen, amen. I'm telling you, it's yeah. like your piece at the beginning of the show eight years ago, my piece mm-hmm. almost toward the end of the show, and it's going on, oh, on and on. So it's like to black America, the ball is in yeah. your court. I could save yeah. you some uh, aching. The ball is in your court. What you think, Pastor? Yeah. I I have to agree. I have to agree, and I'm so glad that you said that because I once again have to um, also because just thinking about it, and you and I were talking about this at one point. You know, I want 
all of us to go back and re-examine that word revolution. Like, real talk. What is a revolution? A motherfucking uh, circle. Why is it that we call our movement a revolution? Not saying there was no other revolutions and stuff that happened throughout history, but my thing is, when we gonna drop that R and just the evolution, not the revolution. On a revolution, yeah, you're going in circles. So yeah, whenever you calling that shit the revolution, yeah, okay, well it do make sense why niggas gonna play dead, march down in the motherfucking talking about change when you people that they they moving forward with technology. Those people are evolving. Their technology is evolving. Their tactics are evolving. We're still revolving. We're still moving in circles, doing the same goddamn shit. So I encourage everybody who is listening to this show. Go back and think about that. Revolution versus evolution. And where do you stand with that? We got to stop revolving and start evolving. That's the problem right there. Most definitely, most definitely. You know what, too? It's like that information, that word, because I grew up revolution because guess what? I heard it. So they heard it from someone before and before. And you have people Mm -hmm. who are supposed to be elders, you know, they're they're they got their information from Europeans. And they passed that information on to us and then we just took it as that is gospel. Right? Mm-hmm. So yep. that we think uh revolution was, was was the thing, but it's not the thing. And it comes with uh another misinformation about black Sambo versus Uncle Tom because for me, for years I was thinking Uncle Tom was, oh, you Uncle Tom, you snitch, nigga, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you know, I wasn't too fond of Sambo either, but you see how the information gets tipsy, topsy, turvy, and in reverse of, mm-hmm. of everything, you know. So. Um, yeah, and, and to, to piggyback off of that also, I just went and just Googled just the etymology of the word revolution. And guess what popped up? Roll back. Now think about that <laughs> shit. The etymology. Go to Google God. Right. Go to Google God. Put in revolution and etymology. And that shit is going to put up roll back. We've been motherfucking mm. had. Mm. I understand how Dr. King felt when he realized when he was like, I might have led my people into a fucking ditch. Yeah, I completely understand. Yeah. yeah. Like, damn. You see what they did to him back after that. So yeah. I'm like, I can't be black yeah. with y'all. I can know it. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's that's powerful that's, right there. Yeah. I'm speechless. Like, goddamn. It's literally in Google God, roll back. We've been roll rolling back. back this time. It makes sense why niggas want to hold hands and walk down the goddamn street versus being real about the fact of what it's really going to take to change and make some shift, uh, some shit shift. Wow. Right. And I know mm-hmm. they have heard about it before. This can't be the first time you guys listening to Hot Words, Hot Topics because... You must have heard it before. You know, these are some truths and some facts that's going on. But yet, see, here's the thing. Let's let's jump over something to like, okay. <laughs> when I came after Christianity, 
and I realized what was going on and how much uh, we have been had because it's more metaphysical and spiritual than these uh, <laughs> these scriptures, these stories that they have put upon us. And I remember thinking how bad it was for people who were still in the faith and how they believe what they believe about Jesus being their God. And yet, a lot of them know the truth, but yet they continue to keep doing it. And guess what, Pastor? As you know, that's in the Bible. It says they know the truth, you know, but they keep doing it. And the thing is, they switch that around to mean something else. Uh, so we fast forward to what black Americans do know. They they know they've been had, but I think they feel like so comfortable in it. And, and you know, I don't think they would even know what else to do if they wasn't spinning circles, going in this revolution, because it's all that they know to do, right? It's all that they know to do to like continue to watch the Super Bowl and, and, and like I'm over here on the West Coast. These people out here love the Lakers, like the Lakers did anything for them when they went uh, get a ring. <laughs> That's why I can't be black with y'all, right? There, there's some really true things that we could do as a community and change some things around, but we don't do that. We're still comfortable in going in that circle. So there's products, Nikes, you guys know this, uh, television shows. You know, I went to college for marketing and public relations, and, one of, and then I took a journalism course, and uh, I was told and I saw that most of the newspaper, when they were still having newspapers better, Mostly it's ads, right? There's some news, but everything up in that newspaper, when you look at it, it's ads. And when you're watching a television show, there's ads. And so that's where the money is. So it's not like black America, listen to me. It's not like you haven't heard it before. You heard that word boycott, right? There's no real mm-hmm. boycotting going on to really make a change. If you if you want to point your fingers at the people who you feel are oppressing you and whatnot, and they're calling the shots, well, the little money that they do give you, stop buying $2,000 iPhones. Stop buying, I don't know how much Jordans are, uh, Pastor, Stop supporting them in that stuff. You know, while you walking down the marching in your Jordans. <laughs> now, that's most definitely is an oxymoron right there. Okay. So you can't have it both ways. So it, to me, I'm going to call you out. To me, you're just some lazy motherfucker for, for real. That's why I said anything on the real, a real evolution to rise. And guess what? Shh. It's not going to be done. That he got that one part right. It won't be televised. It won't be on social media. None of that. None of y'all. So, hey, I can't be black with y'all. So y'all enjoy listening to what we're talking about today. We got like a little bit less than 15 minutes. 
Pastor, Pastor Black Karma, anything you want to add on to besides F the media? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Only thing that I would want to add would just be, honestly, a reiteration. Um, think about those words, revolution and evolution. The question, why the fuck are we putting the R on it? Um, why the, you know what I'm saying? Just questioning what the fuck we doing. And if you scared, I can respect the fact you saying I'm scared. This is uncharted territory. But no, y'all got to stop that. Yeah. Yeah. They and scared, that's that. I can respect you know, that. I, 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 I guess I respect it. I respect it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful I, that I'm not it. I can tell you that. Right. Right. When I, whenever so. I say I can respect it, I can respect it in the sense of you being honest and saying that's what the fuck it is versus you saying some bullshit like, well, if you dress nice, they ain't going to fuck with you. Nigga, you scared. Just say you scared, See, nigga. This ain't got shit to you with your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I want to mention too. I don't know if we've uh, said it before, but listen, mm-hmm. that CDC because y'all COVID bound, you know. So the Tuskegee Institute changed their name to CDC. Can y'all get that while y'all out there trying to educate the Negroes about stuff, right? While you're on YouTube and, and whatnot and sharing with us about the Tuskegee Institute and then in pops the CDC and then in pops what's Bill Gates you know uh, Pastor I was uh, at the market speaking with this uh, young man he's about older than me a little bit and he had his mask mm-hmm. on and I'm like you know what y'all do what do what you feel you need to do I'm, I respect that we're back on that respect that but see Here's the thing, like we did talk about checking the science, but I was I would ha- I would like to say check your critical thinking. So I'm talking with him and I explained to him about the newscaster. They get paid a lot of money to lie to us, so they're not about telling you the truth. And and everybody that's involved in this, it's about the money, and they're not about telling you the truth about anything. So from you know, give them a bone and let them get a pork bone at that, right? So they can celebrate their dang Juneteenth. You know, I'm like, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. You know, when you invite me, oh, come to the Juneteenth. No, I don't want to come. I don't want to go, you know, because I don't deal with, uh, you know, black elephants like that. And I'm like, to wrap it up, black Americans. Y'all not free. That's why I can't be black with y'all. So I, I have not watched television, their little programs and whatnot, whatever, on that Tuesday since like 1999. So that's why I can't support the brands that y'all like to do and the trends that you like to do. And it's not that I'm like older or anything. It's like, like Kanye said, fuck the media. You know, fuck the brands and all that. Do some real boycotting and, and, and make a real change. So that's what I want to say about that. And this wine and stuff, it's, it's, past, it's like on my last nerve, you know, wine yeah. and then, yeah. then y'all want to look at me because I don't participate in that shit. I'm like, y'all just carry on, do you? But as long as we we still have, like, free speech here, 
<laughs> here on Hot Words, Hot Topics, I'm like, Juneteenth does not make any sense at all, considering everything that's going on. It's like Freedom Day. Um, no, it's not. Uh, you just want to have a barbecue. You want to come together and, and sell some stuff and join in in uh, capitalism. Hey, knock yourself out, but don't come at me talking about. You can call it Juneteenth, yeah, but don't be like, yeah, we have a Juneteenth because the slaves, there was some slaves down in Texas. They didn't know that they was free. See, that shit right there. That's See, that's yeah. what make my, my, yeah. my blood start to boiling. I'll be like, yeah. yeah. Juneteenth, oh, okay, let's go. But when you tell me the history of it, I'd be like, fuck you. You know, from the pool right. pit to the dough. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Amen. For real. From the pool pit to the dough. Fuck you. Yep. Yep. The history the of it. Y'all could just be honest. Just ha- just throw a party, you know. So you talk about building a better future, boycott something real and stop playing like that shit. All right. Pastor, what's next on the Hot Words Network? Let me see. What's coming in? Oh, the Black Hour. You want to tell yep. people what that's going to be about real quick? Yes, the Black Hour for – um People who know me, you guys know that I have had my own show um, called The Black Hour that I actually started in 2013, and I have finally brought it to the Hot Word um, Network, so I'm super excited about that, and we will be kicking off the first show um, this Tuesday, and The Black Hour, again, I'm Black Karma, my show, my perspective, my way, and what I will be doing is interviewing a lot of indie artists talking about a lot of, uh, of what's going on in the community, things like that. And our first artist interview that we're going to have is with a young lady, a very talented young lady that goes by the name of Amazon. She is a rapper, and Sis has went from writing not only her, her own for other people, um, ghostwriting, so now Sis is a whole live, full-blown producer. So we're going to chop it up and have us a real good conversation and just talk about what it's like being a woman in the game and stuff. So definitely check us out here on the Black Hour um, Tuesday, and I believe that is at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come back, check us out. All right, now, I want to thank everybody for listening. I know it's not all easy hearing stuff like this, especially when... We're, we're only doing things that we have been, like, kind of told to do, and it's all that we know to do, and then we feel some kind of way if we don't do it. So, come on, just take that first step, and you can do it. Uh, it, it doesn't just happen automatically. It is a process. It is a process. Uh, this is, like, June the 19th, and you know what? Oh, did we get into Father's Day? Oh! Not really, but I do want to give a mad shout-out to the good fathers. I want to give a shout-out to the dads who want to see their children and are unable to those. And for your other daddies who ain't about shit, see, that's why we're almost at the end of the show, because y'all not worth our time. (laughs) It's about the children. But anyway, 
those have a good father, that's good. That's good. Take them out to eat a little bit. That's a good thing to do. And uh, who else coming out? Uh, can you believe when they say we ain't shit, we can't grow? All we are is dope dealers and See, that part right there. We can't believe that shit right there. We're more than we're more than that. We're conquerors, you know. I don't know about this king and queen stuff, but I'm gonna tell you, we tap into our own mind and we'll rise, honey, because we could be that 144,000 rising above this, you know, that so-called rapture in the sky. We focus our mind on things that are elevated more than those things that are created. And then we would be so much of a better people for it. And I tell you, this is one of the reasons why they put this shit before us so we could stand down and stay down because of the most wonderful beings that we are. You know what I mean? On the media, they got in other countries that we're, we are not shit, that we're criminals. And no, we're a lot just in a poor neighborhood, and I'm going to tell you, I reside in a poor neighborhood, and these people are like some of the best people that I know. They speak and say hi, for the most part. It's, it's not what people say. I live in other places, in better neighborhoods, and bitches don't speak at all. So, elevate to what you need to be, and keep your mind off that insanity. Pastor Black Karma will be back. I think on our regular our regular day. <laughs> We've been doing a lot yeah. of extra. We've been doing some extras in here, but it's a lot to say. So we have to we have to do that. That's okay. So we're out here, and I hope you guys just think about it. And you want to be a black zombie, or you want to. So what's the black man's true religion? Who should we follow? Use your own intuition. You are tomorrow. That's the sound of the beast. I'm a Columbia record slave. So get paid. Control your own destiny. You are a genius. Don't let it happen to you like it did to me. I was a black time. Walking, talking.